Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. Ever since his daughter had left Wakefield four days ago, Ben Calvert had never believed the statement that she wished to go out west just because she felt the need for a vacation. He had his own idea, one that was confirmed when Kit left town without even telling him goodbye. The second thing that confirmed his opinion was his talk with his son-in-law, Sergeant Bill Mead. Bill, who told him that Kit had left instructions that her father was not to be given her address. Bill, who refused point-blank to discuss anything with Ben. Yes, Ben was now certain that she had not gone to California, but to Reno to get a divorce. That was the only thing that could possibly explain his daughter's mysteriousness and Bill Mead's peculiar behavior. Mr. Calvert was frustrated, but not defeated. He was determined to find some way to save this situation. He wasn't going to give Wakefield the satisfaction of seeing his daughter lose to Aunt Mary's niece. Now it is early morning, and in the office of the Calvert Real Estate and Loan Company, Ben Calvert is sitting in the outer office at Jesse Ward's desk. There's a telegram in his hand, which he's looking at frowningly as his secretary opens the door and... Well, good morning, Ben. I thought I could get away with being a little late this morning, but go down early, I see. Yes. Are you coming to the train with me? The train? Don't tell me you've forgotten. I'm leaving today. What? Where are you going? Ben, for heaven's sake, we discussed it at the Wisconsin for ten days, and you said it would be all right. Oh, yes, yes, but uh, I thought you weren't leaving for some time. But I thought we'd agreed that I'd better go away now, so that I could get back before the really busy season begins. Well, things are plenty busy now. Well, of course, if you'd rather I stay until... No, 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 no. Go on. What time are you leaving today? I'm taking the noon train to Chicago, and I'll make my connection there. I've fixed this calendar for you, Ben, for you to follow from day to day, and then in this little notebook of memoranda, I think you'll find everything in perfect order. And uh, I talked with the plumber girl, the one who was here before, Elizabeth. That Liberty did it? No, she's not so bad. A very good typist. Well, anyway, you certainly are giving me a nice send-off for my little vacation. Here, read this. I got it this morning. Arrived safely. Everything all right with me. Don't worry, Kit. Hmm. No address. That's right. No address. Evidently, Bill wasn't lying when he said Kit didn't want you to have it. Evidently. But at least you know she's in California, so that idea of yours about... How do I know she's in California? Well, this wire is... My dear Jesse, it's the simplest thing on earth to tip the porter and have him send a telegram from anywhere along the line. That's true. So you really think she's getting a divorce? What else can I think? I know Bill and Peggy Douglas have seen each other. And I'm not going to have it done this way, I can tell you. The whole town saying Kit couldn't hold Bill because of that little niece of Mary Lane. <laughs> well, you're welcome to your own ideas. I'll stick to mine. What are yours? Oh, I don't think you'd be interested yet. I guess I'd better clear up a few things that remain around here, and then I can... Well, speaking of the devil, there's Peggy Douglas. Yes. Passing the truck right over there, don't you see? Oh, yes. Well, that reminds me. I'd better tell her to have her aunt stop delivering eggs at my place while I'm gone. Just a moment, Josie. Hmm? I'll deliver your message to Miss Douglas. I 
know you have quite a few things to do here, so... Why, Ben, how very thoughtful of you. Hello, Peggy. Good morning, Mr. Talbot. Making the egg deliveries this morning? That's right. I have a message for you. Jessie Ward's going out of town for a week or so. I imagine she'll let your aunt know when she gets back. All right, I'll tell Aunt Mary. Right. Uh, by the way, Peggy. Yes? I have a little suggestion to make to you. I hope that you'll take it in the spirit in which it's given. What is it, Mr. Calvin? Well, I should think after your experiences in Chicago, you might have become a little wiser. But then I guess you're still pretty young. You know... Men can't always be trusted. I don't know what you mean. Mm, uh, well, I'll put it this way. Young men often have temporary weaknesses. Or they'll say certain things or imply certain things which a young girl, such as yourself, may take as a promise. I'd hate to see you get hurt, Peggy. But if you have any idea that, well, that you can get Bill Mead back, I'd forget it if I were you. Do you have any idea what you're saying, Mr. Carter? Of all these presumptuous, evil-minded people... Now, just a minute. I don't care to discuss this any further. I think you'd better, Peggy. And we won't mince words. I don't see how you could even think such a thing. Well, that's our reason to. And I must say, I found it pretty hard to believe at first, knowing how your aunt's always talked, the way she said she brought you up, the sort of girl you're supposed to be. Well, I really could hardly believe it. Believe what? This talk that's going around town about you and Bill seeing each other. It's only for your own good that I'm telling you this. Out of consideration for you. Oh. You'd better behave yourself, or you may learn a very sad lesson, young lady. You're a fine one to talk to me. My suggestion is that you save that lecture for your daughter. What's Kit got to do with it? Perhaps you should have taught Kit that there are certain things that aren't done, such as opening other people's mail and keeping it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about a letter I wrote Bill before he was ever married to Kit. But Kit thought of it, but he never got it. But just the other day, he found it, Mr. Calvert. And that showed him Kit for what she really is. So your ugly insinuations about me don't save me in the least. Now, look here, Peggy. I have a pretty good idea of what your little game is. So don't try to I haven't it. any game. Yes, for your talk of consideration of me, your distress lest I be hurt, I can assure you that your warning is quite unnecessary because I'm quite capable of taking care of myself. Now, just a minute, Peggy. We are finished. Oh, yes, we are. All right, Peggy. But remember what I told you. Just see that I don't have to remind you of my warning. Oh. Oh. Having trouble? No. No, thank you. I'm not selling anything. I just asked if you were having trouble. I'm not too expert a mechanic, but perhaps I can help you. Please, go away. I think if you'll turn on the ignition. Oh. Oh, look. Look here. Don't do that. I've been watching you and the man who just left. Don't think me rude, but I couldn't help but notice that he evidently made you very angry. I've never been so humiliated in all my life. I can't imagine why anyone would... He's Ben Calvert, isn't he? The local money bag? Well, it looks as if there were some real stories in this town. What? My name's Nicholas Dorn. Oh, now, look, don't do that to me. I'm sorry, but I'd like to drive off now if you'd stop leaning on the door. You know something? You weren't going to give me a very good impression of Wakefield if you drive off in such an unfriendly way. Please, you've heard about the documentary film that's being made here. Yes, I've heard. Now, if you please... Good. Well, I'm the writer. I'm sure that's very interesting. You aren't going to freeze on me, too. I beg your pardon? 
I know people don't particularly go for the idea of strangers snooping around asking questions, but so far I haven't been able to find a friendly soul to even talk to, to well, anyone who'll give me any information. Well, if you'll just keep trying, Mr. Thorne. Yes. I'm sure if you just keep trying. Oh, then you mean there's a chance? No, I don't mean. Well, that's better. Look, would you mind terribly completing the introduction? After all, I did help you start the car. All right. I'm Peggy Douglas. Hello. Hello. Seriously, I, I'm going crazy trying to find some real material from these people around here. Can you give me any leads? Well, my Aunt Mary would be glad to help you, I should think. Oh? Where does she live? It's the Lane Farm on Miller Road, just a few miles out of town. And where do you live, Miss Douglas? With my Aunt Mary. In that case, I'll call her for me. All right. I'm sure Aunt Mary will help you. So now, goodbye. Goodbye. As she drove off, Peggy Douglas was smiling to herself at the thought of her encounter with Nicholas Dorn. Thinking of the young man, it was a few minutes before she suddenly remembered how she'd come to meet him. Before she remembered the things Ben Calvert had said, his accusation, Peggy was very angry. Not only at Ben's presumption, but because of the injustice of what he said. Well, the young girl thought, Mr. Calvert needn't worry. She'd already learned that Bill Meade was not to be trusted. She had already decided that she was full with him. <laughs> 